I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. I don't know if you guys all listened to the morning show on Sirius XM called The Morning Mashup, but I had the honor and privilege of meeting Stanley. He wanted to be a guest on Hey Spirit. So today I had the pleasure of sharing my gift with him and his wife. And it was, I know I say this every week, the most incredible, amazing experience. I don't think any of us were prepared for what happens during this session. But I'm just going to say this. First of all, spirit never fails on their ability to communicate with their personality. And also, whatever you say to spirit, as if you say, oh, come to me as this, do this, do that. I'm just going to say, be careful what you wish for, because it might just happen. I hope you all enjoy this fantastic, amazing episode on the Spirit Mashup. Oh, I mean, hey, Spirit. <laughs> God bless, guys. The most important thing, because there are two of you in the reading, I might be, say, addressing Stanley, and Stanley, you might say, no, nah, I don't know that way, but you might feel that way. Please say something. Do not be afraid to speak to me. You're not going to give me anything. You're not going to mess anything up. The worst thing that happens is that I say, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and that happens when I'm reading or not. I think it's just the metaphors, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> ditto, Teresa, ditto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I invite you both to the most amazing and beautiful messages from your loved ones. Thank you. As I started giving my speech, which is my sign to your loved ones that I'm ready to work, and I start to enter the other side, there was a mother energy that started stepping forward. So if your mom is not departed, I'm going to say there were really three souls that really stepped forward. So I don't know if it's also grandmothers and or aunts. They could be anyone that was like a mother to us. Do you understand that? Because I felt that it was also for you, Stanley, as well. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mother-in-law. Okay. Oh, it's your mother-in-law. Yes. Okay. And is your grandmother departed, Stanley? My grandmother, yes. Okay. Yeah. So no, because first she goes, why doesn't he ever think of me? I'm right here, Teresa. I'm no, right no, no. here. <laughs> but it's but again, her personality, whether she would speak up or be like, oh, this is my Stanley, you know. Do, yeah. you, do you understand that? Yes. My grandmother, yeah. So validating her presence. And I don't know, would she make like a special pie or is there something that you? <laughs> yes, 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 you would. She called it a poor man's cake. And it was one of my favorite things that she made when, um, yeah, it's my grandma Elsie, which is my mother's mother. 
and my grandma. I loved her dearly. We kind of had that silent, strong love. We didn't like mm-hmm. say uh, she was very, very tough, but loving, very tough, loving, and very real. One of the mm-hmm. realest people I've ever met in my life. I love how she came from. Like, why are you not thinking about me? I'm right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma <laughs> so Elsie. I, yeah. I said to her, "You need to validate it," and she showed me the pie. She and sure she goes, did. She goes, he calls it a poor man's pie, but today it's a delicacy. <laughs> That's right. That's, it's very expensive to make. Yes. Yes. Wow. And I feel like now, but her personality is like, she's literally saying to me, Teresa, poor man. She goes, do you understand all these ingredients? Like, this is so expensive. But like, this is how, like, now we're best friends. Like, she's known me forever. Yes. yes. <laughs> Ooh, New York. Yeah. Yeah. But what I love about her energy and what she's bringing here in this moment is like, because you, I, I felt like she had that, I want to say stoic, but not in a cold way. I feel like she was just always proper. Yeah. She always handled herself with dignity and grace. And she was all about um, etiquette. And, you know, this is how you dress to go to church. You sit down, you take your hat off at the table. Don't even think about sitting at that table with your hat on. Like, you better go wash your hands and take your shoes off. And had the biggest hand which would hit my whole face like when i messed up she was like, whoa straight no chaser that's how great grandma elsie was straight no chaser and what i love about her is when you were saying you know uh, we had this unspoken bond what i felt from her was this that's it was almost usually this is what a mom might say to a child but it was this is coming from your grandmother my son my son my son and I feel like it was like she was always so proud of you. Like you were her pride and joy. Not that you had, a, if she had other grandchildren that they weren't, but there was just something. I do feel like you had a very different and special bond with her that still to this day, you talk about her as if she just died yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I miss her. But I feel her around me a lot. So please let her know I feel it. I feel her around me a lot. You just did things that you said to her, and it was just also validating when you do these things, her soul is with you. So everything that you sense and feel is real. Know that it is her. Because I feel your father-in-law trying to to step forward, but I feel like it's important. Like she's like telling, no, 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 you wait. I'm I'm not done. This is my grandson. (laughs) I'm talking to, like, I feel like she's like, slow your roll. Please let her speak. Like, let it, you know, like you need to stand back. Yeah, yeah, like she's like telling him, like I'm afraid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I don't know if I'm like I'm waiting for her to address me. <laughs> <laughs> she was the boss, no question, no question. Uh, you know how some people could be bossy and you're like, oh, they're just mean. Like she's no. bossy, but you feel the love from her. Yeah. Like it's like, okay, I'm just gonna. Sit and here, she I'll was wait. right. And yes! she was right. Yeah, she was right. So, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I, this is what I mean about the personality, because I think it's very easy for, for people to come through and like say certain things and to be a certain way. This separates it and really validates that all of these messages, because no one would know her personality. She's gone for some time. Right. And yet you still as if she just died yesterday. We, our family eats that cake to this day. Of course, I'm I, the last. I make it now. Now she makes it. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Grandma, I, she makes it better. I'm sorry. No. Ter- I'm sorry, Grandma. I love you, but, you know, if you tried it, Grandma, you would go like, you're, you're right, son. You're right. You're right. Well, sorry, I feel like she puts in a little different spice. She like, does. um, Like you put in a little, for some reason, if spirituals mean nutmeg, I don't know why. It's just my yes. symbol for like, because yes. nutmeg is not so something. True. That's uh, it. <laughs> Shut that up. That is it. Mm-hmm. OMG! Wait till I tell Ma. Wait till I tell oh, Ma. Oof. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so, Grandma. But literally, it's nutmeg? It's Not, literally, literally nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yes. And she, and she put lots of it in. Yes. <gasps> yes. <laughs> amazing. Validating, supporting the choices and decisions, knowing how you make it, and thanking you for that. Thanking you for Aww, carrying out welcome, grandma. <laughs> all of the family traditions and values, because I think especially in today's world, these things get lost. And yeah. it's so important because this is what keeps it as if they are still here. Teresa, can I say something? I want to thank my grandmother personally because I was dating someone just before I met my wife. 
And my grandmother came to me. I felt the spirit in the room telling me, this is the wrong one. Yep. Oh, no, and no. I yep. listened, this is not it. And I yep. realized it was her. And I broke up that relationship shortly afterward. But I was very distinct that it was my grandmother giving me a heads up that this is a problem. <laughs> so we do. There's not the right one. Very pretty, but See? not the right one. Yes. True. But true story. I'm glad you shared that, Stanley, because I think it'll yeah. tell everyone. Listen to your instinct. Listen to your gut. Listen mm -hmm. to those little oh, yes. voices, those little things inside you, because that is your loved ones guiding you. And it's also your Jiminy Cricket, your intuition. Know that it is them. You have to pay attention to those things. I tell people all the time, the second I go against my gut instinct, I always regret yeah. it. Yeah. Always regret it. It wasn't the right choice. And, you know, yeah. you learn a lesson within that. I'm going to start with your dad is making me feel like that this was important because there was so much, I'm going to use the word, and I don't know what he means by uncertainty around his death. And I don't know if it was because he died so quickly, even if someone was ill and we weren't expecting them to really, or maybe we mentally weren't really prepared for losing them. Does that make sense? That it's important that your dad says, I want you to know that I have not left you. And I don't want you to feel that we should have or could have done anything differently to have kept me here in the physical world. Do you understand that? Yes, absolutely. Your dad's making me feel like you had a pretty open relationship, like you spoke and you could talk about anything, but he makes me feel like you wished you said things to him right before he died or that he heard you and he says, I need my daughter to know. I felt, I felt every word that she said to me. Spirit will show me like sitting at the end of the bed, holding their hand and whispering in the ear. That's my symbol for that nothing was left unsaid. But your dad is doing something completely different. He's bringing me through the emotions of you speaking to him. It was almost like you caressing his hands, rubbing his arm, rubbing his face and saying, Daddy, I know it's okay to go. I don't want you to go, but I know that you have to. And it's almost like you releasing his soul, but yet I can feel the love bond. And it's almost like, and I can hear you singing. So I don't know, did you play music for him or did you sing to him? Yeah, we were a musical family. <gasps> um, and uh, he dedicated his life to the Latino community in Philadelphia. And we would have songs and, you know, we would just sit and as if you and I were conversing right now, he'll in, in that conversation, he'll make the last sentence, a song, a song, and it'll rhyme. And so mm -hmm. we'll take turns going back and forth to see who's, who could be so quick in terms of, you know, that conversation. But I did hold his hand just as you, wow, just as you explained. And let him know that it was okay. But I think he realized that I wasn't okay. Right. And I love that he made me feel that. And by him telling me that, making me, he made me feel it. Validating for you that his soul knew. He knew that you were there. He knew how difficult it was for you to tell him that it was okay to let go even though you didn't want him to leave. But he goes, I was not getting better. He goes, and there was nothing more. He goes, and you know, Teresa, he goes, so I don't know if your dad like was ill, like up and down. Cause he goes, you know, I'd rallied before he goes, but I knew there was no rallying this time. 20 years of rallying. <gasps> wow. He goes, it wasn't the whole 20 years. He goes, I feel like it was more of the last few months of his life that that was really hard for him to watch his family watch him be sick was the hardest thing for him yes he goes I could deal with anything life God put in my path I handled it all he says but to watch that he says I struggled and I'm gonna say this but I I don't know. And Stanley, this is where you come in because I feel I've never seen this before. Okay. I feel like he wasn't doing well with his ups and downs and this last time. And it was almost like 
Stanley went in and was like, Dad, listen, it's okay to go. I will take care of your baby girl, your family. Don't you worry. I got this. You go, you go be with God. You go in peace. I will take care of everything else here in the physical world. And then it was almost like, then I see you come in and you say your goodbyes to your dad and then he passes on. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yes. And I think um, now I feel him around me because I'm really, really sad about um, the chain of events that happened. Yeah. He told me it's very disappointing in the way things were handled, the way people have carried out, how people have handled his death as well. He says, but as always, you handled it with dignity and grace. And I feel like you kind of pushed back and kind of removed yourself from certain situations. Is that correct? Yes. After his passing, two weeks after his wife of 14 years that I had a Mm -hmm. very, very close relationship with, Mm -hmm. just decided. Turned on a dime. Turned on a dime. Yes. Turned on a dime. And I've been in pain ever since. A lot of times a soul will say to me, oh my God, I wouldn't expect anything less. Your dad literally made me feel shocked. I am, I'm literally lost for words, dumbfounded. Usually spirit is saying the opposite. They're like, I wouldn't expect anything less from them. But I feel like I'm shocked. I never, because your dad's also making me feel like that there's also an issue because he says, if I would have thought or known, I would have made sure everything was in order. I would have changed my will. I would have changed things. I never in a million years thought that she would have carried out or made these decisions. And I'm going to go as far as saying treated you in this way, because I almost feel like she was very dismissive towards you and almost like, and I I don't know how to say this because I don't have a symbol for this. I never saw this before. So I want you to describe it. He literally showed me a dumpster and then had me throw you in it. So it was almost like, that's how you feel. Like she just threw you out to the curb, threw you in the dumpster. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash Hey Spirit. That is so true. Three weeks after, she sent me a text message and told me that the relationship was severed um, because uh, during my father's eulogy, I gave his eulogy. It's four of us children. I was the closest to him. And um, during that time, I used, when I gave the eulogy, I used her full name to give her children respect because like I said, my father was a community man and I wanted all the families to Mm -hmm. be respected and let the world know and the community know that his, her kids are his kids as well. Mm -hmm. And she accused me of disrespecting her because of the usage of her, including her, her maiden name. It was Mm -hmm. so ridiculous, Teresa, Mm -hmm. that but I mourned for three months after. I'm still mourning sometimes. I just don't know how to deal with it. But I cannot believe that that just came to you because mm-hmm. that has been the thing that has been really bothering me. And I feel like I disappointed him. He was even blindsided. That's what I know. I'm happy to hear that. I literally just got the goosebumps from head to toe. Your dad's soul just moved through me to validate that I interpret it 100% correctly. I am literally, I've never said this to someone. I'm dumbfounded. I'm speechless. Usually spirits saying, oh, forget about it. I never would have expected anything less from them. They've always been like that. This is the complete opposite. I'm completely dumbfounded. I am a loss for words. I don't even know what to say to you at this point. It's so true. It's And it's just so sad, the whole story. And when I repeat it to some of my closest friends, you know, they're like shocked. But my, I think what my dad is coming through to you to say is that he would have never anticipated that. I've nope. been, I was a very good bonus daughter to her. A thousand percent. He literally had me say to you, I would have had different provisions. I would have made sure this was done or that was done or, or even just say some of your dad's personal things that I gave you before I died. He goes, he goes, forget about everything else. Say artwork or a house or money. What about maybe my wallet or my driver's license or my favorite shirt or like my heirlooms from my family that I wanted my daughter to have? He goes, those are the things that matter to me, not the other stuff. That's so true because he made it a point to tell her he was a collector of frogs and my son nicknamed him frog. And he has these frogs from all over the world embedded Mm -hmm. in these cabinets. And when you open up the cabinets, they rib it. He had music embedded in them and he Mm -hmm. left them to me. And I've yet to see any of the stuff that he left. Can I ask you this? You still speak to your half siblings, or uh, I, I don't know how you would refer to. They stopped communicating. Yes, yeah. they stopped communicating as well. Once she stopped communicating, did you reach out to her or to reach out to one of them? Because your dad made me feel like he showed me this thing of saying, like, now that I feel like a little time has passed, it's just listen. I'm sorry that you feel this way. I'm sorry that what I said to you, what I did, that you found it disrespectful. I did not intend it to that way. And I'm sorry for that. You're not apologizing for what you did. You're sorry that she took it in that way. But it's almost like, as we all know, my dad wanted me to have these frogs. Like, but I feel like include her children in it because I see one, I see someone reaching out and giving them to you. He showed me the number three and six. So I don't know. Are there three of the siblings? There's three of my of my siblings, but one one preceded him in death this year. My oldest okay. sister. Stanley's grandmother was going, do you have to talk about everything? I'm trying to <laughs> hold court over here. So how do you connect with the number six? Were there six of these frogs? Are there, or the month of June? Six, um... I'm going to pass on it because I can't misinterpret the number six because this is what they literally had me write. See the three and the six. And I literally wrote sis. (laughs) So spirit has me doodle when they want to talk about something sensitive. See, they had me write children and Mm -hmm. I got all these little notes here. So he made me feel like to reach back out and look, you, this is your free will. This doesn't mean that you have to do this. It's almost like, but he's making me feel like, because he made me feel like in the very beginning, everything was so raw. Because I feel like that even though your dad was ill, 
we never thought that he was really going to die. Like, it was almost like, well, he'll be fine. Like, yeah. does that make sense? He'll or like, bounce even back the, once again. He'll bounce back. He'll be okay. Or like, you know what? Maybe we have a little bit more time, whatever it is. And do you recall the past year of your dad's life where your stepmom was maybe a little bit different? Oh, yes. Okay. Because I just said to him, I go, was it really over that? And he kind of looked at me and he go and he rolled his eyes at me and he goes, eh, she started to change in the end. She did. Um, to the okay. point where she was um caring for him. She she was the world's greatest caregiver. If but it was I, extremely hard nothing I could say about her that is negative mm -hmm. in that in that right. regard. Because I said to him, I want you to explain the rawness and the because it was almost like she went through all these emotions of all of this. And then he just died. Like, I thought we had more time. Like, I, I feel like that there's all of these mixed emotions of, uh, surrounding your dad's death. Do you understand that? And, and it's almost like we're not even thinking about how really sick he really was. Cause your dad looked at me, goes, I was really sick, Teresa. He says, but I didn't want anyone to really see that. So, you know, I, he made me feel like it was still like really raw and maybe it's something on how it's approached a little bit differently, maybe, with her. He goes, and Teresa, he goes, my daughter is devastated because if she thought for one minute that this was going to be hurtful to her, she never would have done that. She was doing this out of the utmost respect for her and her family. And ne But I feel like it was just one of those things. You know how molehills become mountains? Mountains yes. out of molehills? Yes. Like this was it. It was like this thing. And it just, for somehow it just struck her. I almost feel like she does miss you, but doesn't know how to kind of, or has let the anger or the mountain change her in a sense, if that makes sense. Because I almost feel like she doesn't really know what to do without your dad. Yeah. I mean, I know the loss of my dad um, has been very detrimental to her, you know, being uh, connected for the last 14 years. But your dad said, but we all feel that. We all lost me. We all lost that. At the end of the day, he made me feel like it's not what you say, it's how you say it to her. Well, your dad is making me feel like this has nothing to do with right or wrong. It has to do with the way somebody took something or how someone feels. At the end of the day, you can't tell someone how to feel or take things. And it's the same thing in this. This does not mean you have to do whatever it is that you feel. But here is, and, and I'm going to say this, it is not the way this whole thing came about, how I ended up on the morning mashup. It was like a last minute thing. It was like, hey, you know, can you go on? I was like, yep, I got this day. Let me go in. Bye, bye, bye. I did it. Things happen for a reason. And I know in my soul that this was your dad's way of getting to you. I believe it. A thousand percent. And, and it's almost like Stanley knowing that because I feel like, like his grandmother, like she came in and I see other souls and stuff, but it's almost like, no, Stanley really did this for you, for your father-in-law, you know, for his father-in-law. Like this is because he sees how you, how this has affected you and how it has changed you in a way. And this is why I do what I do, because how can you heal from the loss of your dad because of this turmoil? I haven't been able to heal, and I just feel like I haven't been able to properly mourn him, not being able no. to go to his house, sit in his room, lay in his bed, you know, look at his awards, his photos, our photos. By your dad acknowledging what has gone on and how you personally feel. And there's no way I would know any of those things. Validates that whether you're physically in your dad's home or in your home, your dad's soul is with you. Reminiscing, remembering all of these things. So no matter what happens, know that that soul bond that you have with your father will never be broken. And I almost feel like that I get, you know what? Yeah, a lot of times it, it's a pain to always do the right thing. Be the better person right? But when it affects us, we wouldn't be who we weren't if we weren't the better person. Does, does that make sense? It's almost like yes. people count on me to like take that high road or to be that better person. And I feel like your dad's making me feel like it's the same thing for you. That's his word. Like, take the high road, daughter.
Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, what is the worst thing that's going to happen if you reach out? They're not going to answer or they're going to respond to you in a way that you didn't hope for. Now, who was the mom for you as well? Is your mom also departed as well? Yes. Did you go by a nickname? Yes. Because I keep hearing a nickname. D. She was going to tell you, just be quiet. She would have told you. Oh, I might not get yeah, okay. I, I, I might not get the nickname, but I, okay, I could true. feel, yeah, she, she, okay. Stanley, she's oh, okay. fine. Right. I'll watch the show. Be I'll, quiet. I'll shut up. <laughs> I know how this goes. Hey, I turned you on to this show. You, tell the truth. That's true. Come on. True. I was the Hilarious. one, Teresa. It was me. He what was. are you watching? Sit down and learn something. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> True story, man. You can't make this up. But I, you know, is I don't place a lot of emphasis on names because when years ago when I was reading, I'd be like, oh, who's Michael? Who's Diane? Who's Michelle? But, oh, everyone knows a Michael. Everyone knows a Diane. Everyone knows this. So I would say, spirits, don't give me names. Like it, but when I hear John John, it's my symbol for nickname. It's just my symbol. So I heard John John. I felt like that's how your mom wanted to address you was with the nickname. Is that correct? Correct. All the time. Validating for you that your mom says, I am sorry for like, it's because I almost feel like you carry the weight of the family. And she says, it's time, D, that you let this go. Don't change who you are. But what you have to start to do is to release all of the burdens, whatever it is, it's anything negative, burdens, guilts, negative emotions, whatever it is, you need to not take that. So I'm going to say this to you. And what I love is how your parents have come together and they stand together and they say, what I need you to take from this is to know that we could never be disappointed in you. We need you to stop feeling that way, saying this to yourself. You have children? Yes. Because she goes, she's the best mom. So what that validates is that she knows of the woman you've become, very proud of you, and that you exceeded any and every expectation she ever would have had of you as a daughter. Well, did you not get to see your mom before she died or did you not get to speak to her? Cause she showed me East coast, West coast. So that's my symbol for separation. So it could be emotional, geographical communication is geographical. My mother passed away in Philadelphia. I live West of Philadelphia. And so, um, on the day I had just started a new job, she had been ill. I had to make the decision to put her in hospice because she, she just wasn't going to make it much longer. And mm -hmm. I woke up, I had to go into the office and I made a decision to go into the office first mm -hmm. instead of going to the hospice. And as soon as I got to the office, about an hour after I got the phone call that she passed away and I never, ever forgave myself for it. Now, before you shared all that, what did your mom have me say? I would not have wanted my daughter to make any other different choices or decisions if she thought that I was going to die. And that really resonates for me because as an executive, my schedule gets very, very crazy. So I wasn't able to physically be there for my mom, but I was able to make sure that all her needs were met. You would not have been able to watch her take her last breath. And more importantly, your mom says, and I asked her, I said, well, can you elaborate more on that? Why do I feel there's more to that? And she says, because I would have struggled to have left because I would not have wanted to have left her. And it would have been hard for me to let go if she was there. I received that because I have been so, I, I haven't been at peace with that. And I play that over <gasps> and over and over in my head all the time. So know that every time you do that, your mom knows that because for her to say that and to bring that, this is the thing. I don't just say things. There are things that your loved ones make me feel. Your mom literally brought me through it. I felt it because it was almost like your mom just made me feel like you relived it. Like you felt every word 
that she had me say yes. to you. Because that was because your mom's soul is in me and having me say it, I allow them to say things with the passion that they need to. And it validates that your mom says, I cannot have you waste another moment, another second, another hour, another day, another year of you replaying it and beating yourself up. When you do that, you, she says, I want you to stop and replace it with this moment of me telling you, I would not have been able to let go if you were in the same room. I asked her to validate it and she said, you know something, Teresa? She says, if my daughter recalls, she remembers feeling that when she saw me the last time in person, she had a feeling that was going to be the last time that she was going to see me alive. Yes. And she says, my daughter has never shared that with anyone. That's so true. So know that your mother says, I need you to hold on to that. She says, I want you to look at that as a gift from God in letting you know that you made all the right choices and decisions. Because that is the validation that nobody knows but you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm going to say this to you. I'm watching something very interesting with spirit right now. I want to share this moment because I always say to people, I make what I do look very easy. It is the hardest thing that I have to do is to channel your loved ones. But what I'm witnessing now, I'm witnessing like there's so many people trying to come through for Stanley and Stanley's grandmother is standing there going, you get back to that room. You get right back there. He knows about the pie. He, <laughs> I talked about the pie. That's all he needed to know was about the pie. And I feel like she is pushing everyone back and allowing this moment to happen. See, straight no chaser. But literally, like she literally is yelling at them. He knows about the pie, so forget it. He don't need to hear from you. <laughs> that sounds like Grandma Elsie. What I find amazing about this is it's a true validation of that the souls know what we need. And your sister just said to me, she says, my sister knows that I am not upset with her because I came to her in a dream. She did. Is that correct? She did. I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. So know that what you had was a visitation from her soul. She goes, I looked fine in that dream. <laughs> she did. Oh my God. She looked totally different. Like when we were younger and mm -hmm. I remember telling Stan the story and I said, she just came through and she looked at me mm -hmm. with such confidence and she was fine. That's a visitation. Know that that was her soul coming to you and showing herself to you and saying, this is how I need you to remember me. This is how I want you to visualize me. I could never be disappointed or upset with you or mad at you. She goes, Teresa, we were the type of sisters that I couldn't talk to her for a couple of days. And then we would pick up right where we left off. Could be weeks. Could be, And it was like time did not pass. So true. She goes, it was almost like we were two chickens talking. We would talk over each other and we'd be talking at the same time, but we understood exactly what we were each saying to each other. Yes, like we never like we just talked to each other yesterday or five minutes ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. To validate that she says, 
you stop that. Do not carry any of that connected to me. And and I don't know. I, I feel like that she passed from an illness. Is that correct? Yes. But she made me feel like it was quick, though. So I don't know if it was like if like she was doing okay because she goes there was no reason for my sister to be worried about me like everything you know like I feel like I would have been worried about her weeks ago or months ago like not at that moment not at that moment okay she says I wanted you to be left with the gift and knowing that I did everything that I could we did everything that we could for me because I was okay She says, so I don't want you to think that we should have or could have done anything more. And I am sorry for my quick departure. She says, but when I saw mommy, she says, I knew it was time to go home. That's exactly what she called her. (laughs) Not mom, not mommy. (laughs) So no that I did not die alone. Know that mommy came for my soul. Do you connect with the song Amazing Grace? Yes. Because I watched your mom come for her soul and then I started hearing them singing Amazing Grace and I like watched them go to the gates of heaven. My sister used to joke that the only church song she knows is Amazing Grace. (laughs) And then she would say, child, please, I'm going up and I'm singing it. (laughs) What a validation. Amazing. Now, I have to ask you about jewelry. So there are several things that I saw with jewelry. So my symbols, I have a lot of meanings for jewelry, but I kept seeing like generation jewelry. So I don't know if you have things of your mom's, but then I feel like your sister showed me earrings. So sometimes with earrings, it can mean like maybe you lost a uh, piece of someone's jewelry or you misplaced a piece or you were changing it and or you also have like a matching piece or you win someone had the same piece of jewelry. Like if you were like matching bracelets or matching necklaces. This bracelet right here. Oh. We had matching. She gave me one and she has one and I never wore, took it off since she passed away. I nearly almost passed out. Yeah. Stanley, I think I'm, I'm dead. I passed that over here. What happened? I saw, I heard the bracelet thing and I'm going like, oh my goodness. Because I feel like there was something about your sister that was just like, Like, I feel like she's a short and sweet kind of person. Like, that's it. That's all she needs to know. And I said to her, okay, I'll respect it, but I need you to validate it. And then that's when she talked about the matching bracelets. And the generational uh, jewelry. This was my great-grandmother's. My father inherited it. And when he passed, he turned it over to me. This piece of jewelry, this chain and this. And my grandmother's name was Sarah as well. He wanted me to have this. So I had it before he actually passed away. Mm-hmm. But this, I, I don't take this off, even if I wear it under here, but this is generational right here too. Wow. And I couldn't see that because it's, you were, couldn't see all we it. see are our faces. Right. I, I had to show, show it up to you. She, <laughs> unbelievable. Yes. What? An amazing validation of not only that your loved ones are still with us and that there truly is an afterlife, yes. but the validations of being able to release burdens, guilts, should have, could have, would have, only ifs. This is why I do what I do, to give us that gift of faith and peace. And I feel like, Stanley, this your father-in-law is saying, And you've kept your word above and beyond of taking care of my daughter. Thank you. Thank you. And I feel like that this is truly what this was all about. Because, again, I see your grandmother there. Who's the young guy that died, though? Did someone die? You have, like, a good friend that died? Or, like, a cousin? or Yeah, because there's about four of them there. Yeah. 
And those are because I said to your grandmother, I go, who are you shooing away? She goes, oh, she goes, these guys. She goes, I don't know. She goes, just tell my grandson they're here. That, that's all they <laughs> need to know. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. She's like, never you mind over here. Never you mind. I got this. I got this, Teresa. You just do that thing over there that you do. <laughs> wow. Your grandmother validating on how you still remember and love and honor her. I see all of these other loved ones behind because I see grandparents, I see generations, I see family. But to validate it, I asked her to bring forward and then she brought forward all these other young souls. Yeah. In validating that even though they left the physical world, maybe uh, in an untimely manner, if you don't mind me saying, mm. that the souls have found a place with God. And that they are okay learning lessons and still able to give us signs and symbols that they are with us. Thank you. Wow. Now, did I already ask you about your grandfather, Stanley? No, no. Grandpa? Yeah. Well, there's a father figure stepping forward and kind of tipped his hat at you. Yes. (laughs) So that's my symbol for where they want to. Either they wore a hat, that's what they would always do, but it's always... An yes. acknowledgement of how proud they are of the man that you've become. Oh, and I look just like you now, so this is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> look just like him. Now. Wait, who was someone in the Marines or in the service, or someone served our country? Yes. Yeah. Well, my father. Fa- yeah. Okay, because I just yeah. kept feeling like the souls when I looked back, they were still saluting me. So that's my symbol. In the Navy. They served our country. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and he would do this, Teresa. All right, Doc. <laughs> Her dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I always say this. You never know. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, Stanley. You were like, you never know what's going to show up. Yes. Never yeah. know what's going to happen. Oof. This is just a perfect example of why I love what I do. And the fact that you trusted me with the souls of your loved ones. It means the absolute world to me. And I do consider it such an honor and a privilege to have been able to share my gift with the both of you today. So I want to thank you for that and allowing me to share your healing because I can feel that it has already happened, started to happen in a very long time for you. That healing will be able to happen because with every sign, every symbol, every connection that you feel of them, it's just going to continue to heal your soul more and more and get back to life as it should be. Are you moving or redoing your house or something? Yes, redoing the house. You, oh, okay. I literally heard Stanley's grandmother go, they got to get that house finished because oh, I can't do this anymore. They got to get this house finished. <laughs> yes. Yes, grandma. Yes, grandma. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. yes ma'am. I feel like I want to hang out with her. I'm like, I'm asking her, can you stick around Man, a little bit? Like, a party. <laughs> that is a party right there. Okay. I've seen pictures, I Grandma. I've seen pictures. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, thank you again so much. I really, really appreciate it. And God bless the both of you. Thank you. No, thank you. you. Oh, my God. This has been such an experience, and I am so blessed for it. Thank you so much. And thank I've told you. you before in person, God bless you, and thank you for what you do. Thank, Thank you, you, Stanley. I appreciate that. Doing it, Teresa. That means, that means the world to me. You, Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Stan, and this is Sarah Evans. It's my wife, Lancaster, PA. I know how good Teresa is from watching, you know, her shows over the years, but experiencing it firsthand is just unbelievable. It was more than I anticipated. Mm. I'm very hopeful Sarah's family came through because in a very short period of time, she lost her older sister, her dad, and a few years ago, her mom. And they all came through, you know, and and my grandma, Grandma Elsie. (laughs) I got to figure out how to get these guys some poor man's cake.
Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> we'll figure it it's out. It's delicious. Yeah. You want to make me some, honey? Maybe. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And it's a family tradition. It is. It is. I was, I was like yeah. taken back. I was like, oh my goodness. And then when she mentioned the spice, yeah. the nutmeg, and, yeah. I was done. And, I was like. And truth be told, grandma put too much nutmeg in it. She asked, what is the connection with three? And I couldn't think of it at the time, but we were talking about it. And it was my mom, my dad, and my, and my sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's three like, of yeah, it was relatively. Three, yeah. It was three years, right? For your mom, am, am, am I no, right? No, mom, mom is six three, years. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's where the six is coming from. Yeah, yeah. So your mom was six years ago, and it was and, the three of them. And it was dad, the three your mom, of them. And your sister. Yes. Boom. Now that that's goes with her scrabbling. Her, oh her scrabbling, Teresa's scrabbling. That's the decoder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> still blown away about the bracelet. The jewelry from my sister. Teresa mentioned something else about my 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 grandmother's class and dress. You gotta, you know how you have those. What is it? TCM. You have those movies of the forties, those film noirs. Grandma dressed like that. She was just every day, just fly, just everything matched. Everything was coordinated. Total class for real. Being the most responsible and having that burden on me, and and clearly they were like, no, that's not your burden, and I. I needed to hear that from my parents. That was like the biggest takeaway for me. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, for me, the, the takeaway is if we would just believe that we're like really, really, truly, this show proves that we are spirits in the material world. And the sooner all of us, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what religion you are, as soon as we could grasp that, that we're spirits in the material world. Anybody that knows my father, knows that she could not have made those words up because those are the words that he used. And he's always like, you take the high road and, and he's always like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, he's always been that kind of person. So my dad knows anyone that knows us, he's all, he's been my go-to for advice. And so I felt like through Teresa that he was giving me still giving me advice and i just i just felt so validated in that moment i'm reminded of the dream with your sister because i remember when she had this dream she woke up she sat up sat up in a bed and vividly told me that she saw her sister and whatever and i was saying you know i lost i'd lost a younger brother so uh, my older brother so i said that's true that really really happened and she said oh she was so beautiful she was so this she looked fine she wasn't sick she wasn't it so when teresa said that to her and it gave her so much joy hearing that to know that that wasn't a dream it was an actual visitation and then i find the same thing happening to myself because recently not even recently like all the time i feel like my grandmother's around me it's almost like i'll, I'll feel these smells i'll sense this scent and i and I feel it, I can't see anything, but I, I feel her around me. So when she, she came through today, that was a confirmation for me. Yeah, it really is her. And I'm not, I'm not just tripping, it, re it really is. So it's like the story that's coming through, Teresa, but then it's like the tone it too. It was like very real. I was like, oh my God, that's her, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's her. This no. is a freaking great podcast. Can I just say that? How about that? Yes. Yes. Hey, spirit. Yes. You go like, hey, spirit, hey. <laughs> hey, guys, if you're loving Hey, Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.